Well, we got another piece to the puzzle in Vanessa's relationship report card. This one was actually a misunderstanding between her and the guy, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll hear that coming up right now on the podcast. Still give her weird nicknames. Yeah. I thought, well, I thought it was dirty at first, so I bleeped it. Uh, Wood's Big List was fun. That was fun today. You got insanely angry. Well, and you did the most annoying things, and once I start, once you opened the floodgates, I couldn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> you'll find out why that's uh, funny. <laughs> And I'm sure we did other stuff. Oh, Trash Flash was good. Yeah. Maybe it's just me actually landed today. You actually liked it today, so that's a rarity. Ah, it's all coming up right now in the podcast. Kelly and Wood. Vanessa wanted us to give her her relationship report card. She called us on Monday. Yeah, I go on these dates, and after a couple months, it just kind of fizzles out, and I don't know why. So on Tuesday, we talked to Chad, who told us the reason he stopped talking to Vanessa. For me, I think that she's just not memorable. Then yesterday we talked to Jordan. With Vanessa, she was never really hot enough. Does that make sense? Okay, and now today we are going to talk to Chad. Chad, thanks for being on with us. Hey, no worries, man. Thanks for having me. So, first of all, starting off, like, how long did you and Vanessa talk? Um, maybe like six, eight weeks, something like that. Okay. Oh, so it wasn't very long. Nah, nah, wasn't 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 too long. Okay, and did you enjoy being around her? Was she fun to be around? Dude, yeah, man, I was. Uh, yeah, trust me, I was. I was looking forward to getting caught up in the. If you understand what I'm saying, I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I might be able to figure it out. If Do we Wood, need to beep that? <laughs> possibly, if Wood draws me a picture, I can maybe understand what that means, but. Um, okay, so you things know, are... Vanessa V? I was, I was just figuring her name, Vanessa V. You know, the V oh, trap. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right, we'll go okay. back. So, so everything was going great. You guys are dating for eight months, and then well, you just... Yeah, I guess, why aren't whoa, you dating now? Whoa, then you decide to call it off. Eight? How come? No, it wasn't eight months, man. I'm sorry, eight weeks. No, it's like <laughs> six to eight weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Honestly, man... I, I, I would love to know, dude, because I was into her and, and getting more into her, but I don't, I, I think it was one of those things she just wasn't into me, and I understand that, but yeah, man, uh, it just didn't work out, I guess, on her behalf. Well, why do you why do you think she wasn't into you? Like, what, what kind of signs was she giving you? I mean, I don't know. We had, you know, we had similar things that we liked uh, and disliked, but I don't know. I tried to, like, be... I wasn't too assertive, so I, I, I never got clarity on that. Honestly, I, w- I would love to know, man, because I, I would definitely like to try and you know just figure out what if I did something wrong or said something wrong. I, I don't know. Wow, I mean, this sounds this sounds like a misunderstanding. So, what did you guys just kind of stop talking? Like, no one said, "All right, we're done," and just kind of fizzled out, or what? Nah, yeah, it was weird, right? Like, like you know, we went out, we we, we were hanging out, and so like. I called, text, nothing, and then finally, like a week. Oh, I'm just, I just, I'm just real busy. So I mean, it, it, she never flat out said it, but she didn't need to by her actions. So, huh. well, I, I think so we I, should. I, you know, I, well, Chad, the reason why we're talking to you this morning is because Vanessa contacted us and said, "Look, the past few guys that I've dated, it just hasn't worked out well." And so we do this thing called the relationship report card, where we talk to her ex boyfriends. Or I, I don't know if you want to call yourself boyfriend, but so she thought that you had called it off. No, dude. Oh my gosh, man. No, let's. 
I'm not, you know, I'm not. But no, nah, this is clearly a misunderstanding. So this, okay. Well, we're going to talk to Vanessa tomorrow and give her a relationship report card. So what, on a, as a grade, what would you give Vanessa then? I give her a V because I'm trying to get caught up in the V trap. <laughs> See, now it doesn't sound as dirty no, now that I know why he's saying that. Even though he explained it, I know I still feels weird, but that's fine. So, we're, well, no, now, no, can I ask, up, were, were you talking yeah. to anyone else when you were talking to Vanessa? That's just it. I was not. She had my undivided attention, and that's what I was going to say. I don't know if she was talking with someone else. We didn't say Hey, let's, let's let's be monogamous, just you and I. We didn't say that, but I she had my undivided attention, man. So I don't know, dude. I I, I would love to find out what's up, you know, because okay. I'm at a a point right now where I'm chilling. I don't have anyone. So all right, you're not caught up in any traps right now. That's right, trap free. No, but I am I am desperately seeking the V trap. <laughs> still, still not good. Well. <laughs> Chad, this is a this is a very enlightening conversation because this has never happened in the relationship report card before. No, when it was literally just a misunderstanding. So I think I think when we talk yeah. to when we talk to Vanessa tomorrow and give her, we're gonna let her know like, hey, Chad, still kind of interested. Chad thought you dumped him, right? Yeah, I really did, honestly. Yeah, because like I I wasn't. I mean, guys, come on, man. You know how we are. Like if I if I call you, you don't respond. I leave a voice message. I send you text. And then a week later, it's like, oh, I just been super busy. I don't know what's going on. I wasn't going to pry, and it's it's just so I just backed off. I didn't want to be overly assertive, you know. And Chad, I'm going to tell you something else too. The other two guys that we talked to in the relationship report card, kind of d bags, wouldn't you say? Would? Without a doubt, uh, Chad, you sound like a good dude. So we're we're gonna we're gonna let Vanessa know tomorrow what you said, and we're gonna as you it, it might be time to rekindle it. Don't text her yet, though. Okay? Yeah, no, 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 no. Let no. us let us let her uh, know what's going on, and then after tomorrow when we give her a report card, she might be reaching out to you, man. Oh, dude, I would love that. Well, Chad, thank you so much for being on with us, man. And we're gonna talk to Vanessa tomorrow morning this exact same time. So. There may be a, a text coming in hot from her tomorrow night, even. Yeah, we'll be honest with her and let her know what you, how everything went. Dude, yeah, man. Kelly and Wood. Wood had himself a wardrobe malfunction the other day that, honestly, we all thought was pretty funny. And it didn't affect my life in any way. Yeah. It made me nervous because I knew it was there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was pretty... Pretty unharmed. Now it's my favorite pair of jeans. Yes. I squatted down to fix the regular person red carpet. Boom. Bam. As if a gunshot went off. <laughs> they couldn't take the pressure. Straight. The undercarriage was wide open. So I took it to a, um, like a, it was seamstress. Is that the correct word? Correct okay. term? I don't know. Sewer. And I was like, hey, is there any shots at us getting this fixed? Because I really like this pair of jeans. What? Now, what What are they? Are they Levi's? Are they? I don't even know. It's like Cabarichi Oak or something. I'm oh, dare man. you. That's you. And, uh, <laughs> and she took literally... A half a look at it. No, those are done. They're beyond repair. We can't even put like a big swatch on the inside and like <laughs> steam. No, no. It's just like, look, it, that, that's, it lived a good life. What a shame. How old were these jeans? They, I, I've had them for a while. That's always the worst, man. When you get that great pair of jeans and then they get a hole in them. Right. And they're done. I The only thing I could do is like, just cut the legs off and go Jessica Simpson. Oh, nice. Trust well, me. If the crotch is ripped, though, you're going to have to go real high with it. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants this at any sort of function. That's the worst. Ripping a hole in your... But then it was funny because I know that you that was on your mind. We talked about this the other day. When you, when you rip the crotch of your pants, it's mm-hmm. all you can think about then because you're just... 
terrified that, you know. Yeah, one wrong turn, one wrong squat, all of a sudden I'm on a government watch list. (laughs) And it it panicked me. And honestly, it was in the back of my head the entire night. Like, if I had been over to plug in a phone or something, I'd like shimmy back against the wall to do it. We all appreciate that. You're welcome. (laughs) People said that they had wardrobe malfunction. They want to chime in on. Hello? I was at a workout class in the front row in front of all the mirrors. Okay. At the end of the class, we sat down to stretch with our legs spread apart. And that flint in the seam on the crotch ripped. And I wasn't wearing underwear. Oh. <laughs> oh well, that's no, on you. Well, you were at least wearing underwear, weren't you? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> um, well, okay. So did anybody actually... Because if no one saw it, then you got away with it. Did anybody see it? At the very least, I know the instructor got a show. Oh, no. So someone did see it. A little Ooh. embarrassing on that one. So mortifying. Thank you for the call. We got another guy who had a wardrobe malfunction similar to yours. What? I don't know if I like this. Hello? <laughs> Hello? I was actually in high school trying to show off to some girl in the cafeteria. I told my friend to fake wrestle me during the fight. Okay. And this, this led to the outburst, if you will? <laughs> what happened? I slipped my pants right open in front of everyone. Oh, that's the worst. Thank you for the call. This reminds me when I was in high school and one time at a basketball game, and this wasn't ripped pants, but I was in the stands, you know, and I was probably wearing something that wasn't quite tight around my waist. Your Z Cavaricis, if you will. And I got pantsed at a high school basketball game in front of everybody. I wanted to cry, dude. Like, I was standing there just being laughed at in high school. Did you get the double bluff? Did they get the pants and the shirt? The <laughs> no, undies? They, they got my underwear were nice and tight. <laughs> All right. I don't like these stories Kelly anymore. Hurts. Oh, man. It is so nice when she joins us. Dream expert to the stars. Lori Lowenberg is on the phone with us right now. Good morning, Lori. Good morning. I'm well, thank you. So awesome to talk to you. Always a pleasure. Likewise. Lori, we'll give out how everyone can get a hold of you if they want to get a dream analyzed by you at the end of this. But we have Ashley waiting on hold right now. She wanted to tell you about a vivid dream she had. Are you ready to do it? Sure. All right, Ashley, you're on with dream expert to the stars, Lori Lowenberg. Okay. Good morning. All right, go ahead, Ashley. Let Lori know about your dream. Okay, so you have to bear with me because me trying to explain what this what this ride was like is going to be a little difficult, so bear with me. Okay. Um my I I never dream, but this dream happened to be kind of an obstacle course. Um, it was kind of a combination of like a Ferris wheel, but a swing, like an amusement park that was really high. So I climbed up this, what I would consider an amusement park ride, and I had a key next to me, like right onto my waist, and I had to get up in this little area while there was like these rotating chairs so if you jumped on to the one side to try to get up into the little crate i had to use this key to get up into this little crate to actually quote unquote win right well i tried to put my key in there but it didn't work and i had two young girls behind me that were kind of egging me on saying hurry up hurry up so i went and i like jumped over and again this was a rotating spinning piece of equipment that i had to jump onto i jumped onto that and kind of got this like serene feeling around me and i looked over and here was like niagara falls and it was beautiful and it was all lit up and and i'm terrified of heights so this was just really wild to me um but then i when i went to go kind of sit down on this little 
bench that's up on this amusement park ride, I woke up. So I don't know if, I don't know if I got there. I don't know if I won. <laughs> and it's driving me crazy. Okay. Um, when did you have the dream? Uh, it would have been last week. I think it was Monday or Tuesday. Okay. So it will be connected to something you were dealing with at that time and possibly still dealing with because it's so recent. So I'm going to start with the time pressure in the dream. You've got these girls behind you saying, hurry up, hurry up. So this, this is you telling yourself through the dream, there's something going on right now you need to hurry up and accomplish. So can you connect that to anything in your real life? Where are you feeling time pressure? Uh, I would say work. Yeah, definitely. Okay. What is the biggest time pressure at work right now? Um, just, I, I'm in sales. So pretty much just, you know, bringing on new customers and, um, you know, I, being profitable, I guess. Okay. And now is there competitiveness there? Yes, definitely. Okay. Um, is there anything going on where you feel you're going to win a certain competition at work? Um, I've had a really good feeling about a prospect I've been working with. I don't have, you know, I haven't had a concrete answer as to whether or not I'm going to get the business, but I've had a really good feeling about it the last couple of weeks. Okay, so that make that that's very likely what the dream is connected to and why you woke up in the dream before you knew if you won or not because you don't know in real life if you've won or not. It's, you know, sure. the lack of resolution. Sense. Yes. Okay. Now also, you know, dreams don't just mean something. They give you a takeaway. And I think we're going to find that takeaway in where the dream did end, where you're looking at Niagara Falls. So go back in the dream and tell me at that point when you're there on top, because you must feel like you're on top in this competition in real life, in the dream when you're standing there looking at Niagara Falls, what are you thinking to yourself and what are you feeling? I felt total calmness, and I am terrified of heights. So to feel calm in that specific moment was really odd to me, even even in my dream. And when I looked over, I mean, it was all colorful. Like, everything was lit up and all different, you know, like rainbow colors. And I just thought to myself, oh, my gosh, that is beautiful. I wasn't even scared of the heights. Nothing. It's just something that I've never experienced before. Okay. So can you apply that feeling to where you are at right now in this particular competition at work? Not really, to be honest. Can you enjoy the moment? Like, you've, you've gotten this far in this competition. You are on top. Can you feel calm about it? I think so. Okay. So I think that's what your subconscious is trying to let you know. Look how far you've climbed. Look how high up you are. This is a great place to be regardless. Yeah, that makes sense. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Good luck. I believe in you. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was uh, Lori. I have a question because early on, um, Ashley said that she doesn't dream. What, what is it? Uh, don't we always dream? We just don't remember them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you are always dreaming every ninety minutes throughout the night. Every single night, you're having a dream. You're just not remembering them. And the key to remembering your dreams is super easy. Whenever you wake up, just don't move. Give yourself like three to five minutes of quiet, still time. Don't think about anything. Quiet your mind. Lay still. Let the dream come back to you. And then whatever you remember, you have to write it down or it'll be gone after breakfast. Wow. Incredible. Hmm. It was quick. <laughs> well, Ashley, this was so interesting. I appreciate you being on with us this morning. That was so interesting to listen to. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. I was uh, I was looking for some input on that. I won't lie. <laughs> well, you got it. And good luck with all you know with all your success. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Awesome, Lori. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you on. It's so awesome. So. I know a lot of people are listening saying that they want to get this done for themselves. So you have the website where they can get a quick dream analysis, right? Yeah, you can. Well, you can set up a call with me where I can help break down the dream for you and find the answer for you. We'll go in much more depth than what you hear here on the radio. And that's at laurielowenberg.com. Just Google dream expert. And I'm number one, number two, number three. Um, Also, you can follow me on social media, all my social media, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. It's all Laurie, the dream expert, L-A-U-R-I, Laurie, the dream expert. Laurie, thank you. Cannot wait till we get to talk to you again. Me too. And in the meantime, sweet dreams. Kelly and Woods, small town salute. We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Cushing, Minnesota, population 788. Cushing came to be back in 1907 and was named after Caleb Cushing, a politician from Massachusetts. Some people consider it to be the true center of Minnesota, and that's why Cushing, Minnesota, you get today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Kelly and Wood in the morning. And we are putting together Wood's Big List this morning. And I thought this would be a good one, especially after we started off the show when I said, it annoys me when I see people wearing, that I know aren't cowboys. Right. Wearing cowboy hats. Yes, it's called Western Core is the new style that a lot of people are doing because of Yellowstone. So what is something, and I want person, place, or thing, annoying? Wide open. Any noun. That's right. What about a verb? Sure. All right. Jumping annoys me. (laughs) (laughs) Running. Anything that you find annoying. All right. Brian Riley wants to kick it off or what? Yeah, I got one. Go ahead. When the light turns green and someone behind you is honking to go, the split second that it turns green. Go. That's a No. No. What is an aggressive driver? How about people who sit at red lights and don't go when it turns green? No. If it's literally just turned green and they're like laying the horn on you to go. Can you give the pistons a second to get the car moving? Please. Let me. Can I put my foot on the gas? Can I I do that? Aggressive drivers in general just just annoy the hell out of me. Just aggressive driving. Like, calm down. You're no more important than I am. Just slow your roll. You should drive aggressive. Wood feels like we're calling him out for all of us. I know. Wood's an aggressive driver. There's there's aggressive and then there's dangerous. I'm with you. No one needs to be driving dangerous on the road. But being aggressive, there's nothing wrong with that. Like a a lot of times, people just getting up on you. When I'm going the speed limit in the right-hand lane, because I love to drive the speed limit, mm-hmm. and they're just all up in me like Section 8 housing. I'm like, back up. Well, then why don't they go around you? Right, exactly. People who don't go around when there's a wide-open lane. It's like they have to prove that you're they're mad at you for going the speed limit. And now, they stare you down when they go around you? Yeah. 
If you're uh, going the speed limit in the left-hand lane, I still believe you should be. It should be a legal right of mine to give you the pit maneuver and spin you out well, into the ditch. You would kill yourself if you tried to do that. By the way, I, am amazing. I don't know why you think that you can give a pit maneuver. I'm an awesome driver. Uh, people already texting in. How about John texting? In? He says people who talk to their pets in a baby voice. <laughs> I'd rather pull my fingernails out with a vice grip and listen <laughs> to this. Uh, KT, kind of with us on this one. I get mostly annoyed when driving when someone is in front of you turning right and they're halfway in the turn lane. That's so annoying. Oh, that is a ba- and they're slowing down already. Yeah, get all the way. Over. Yeah, that one gets me too, though. But Brian Riley wouldn't honk at you. Uh, other people <laughs> texting stuff in here. How about this? What uh, uh, when people say "really" all the time? I say uh, "really" a lot. Really, really. Maddie uh, texting when your uh, coworker asks you to do something when you're busy and they're fully capable of doing it. Oh yeah. Uh, other people texting in my boss, my kids. Ooh. Oh, we'll get, keep his name off of it. <laughs> well, the kids are listening. One. Just like what, Dad, Dad? Papa, Papa. <laughs> Hey, I got one for you. My wife does this to me, and it it will send me from good mood to in the red in a second. If I say something, and she goes, rare? Oh! Excuse me, sir, what? Because it's like it's like when a, like girls will do that to each other. Like if a girl's being catty and they say something, or they're being kind of, you know, mean to each other, they're like, rare? Like, meaning like you're a cat, and you've got your claws out. Okay. So if my wife says something, and I say something back to her, that's like... What if Sassy? I'm like about yeah, if I'm in a bad mood and I'm like, why don't you do it yourself? Ringer. Oh man, I <laughs> Man, that makes me angry. And she knows it too. Oh, she knows it. And she'll bust that out on me if I'm in a good mood you, and just instantly ruin it. Do you say anything when you're I, I'm like, you don't. I will I will I want a divorce. <laughs> I'm leaving this show. I, I think you told me something that annoys you, and I'm not going to use it. <laughs> it does it more with my wife, though, because she knows, man. She, and it, 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 I find it disrespectful, and I hate it. Can I bring up another thing that I find wildly <sighs> I annoying? I take this other jacket off. How about when I sit down in my chair, and I reach down, and my phone charger is gone? <laughs> like, I have my phone charger next to my chair so I can charge my phone when I sit down and watch TV. Right. And I don't know who it is, my kids, my wife, whoever, they know where that phone charger is and they take it and it's gone. Yeah, you got you to take it with you when you leave. It just, I, why? By the same why? token, by the same token, when my kids, and they might even be listening right now, so kids, listen up. Where? <laughs> I hate you so deep in my soul. When when your kids lay in your bed and watch TV and then lose the remotes to the bedroom TV, yes, that's another one that drives me nuts. Because you what? We reach over and you're like, "Where is my? Where is it?" Nothing will ruin your night more than you're all ready to go to bed. You got your melatonin working. Where are the remotes? <laughs> anyway, well, I know we got more. Te- I need to cool down. Uh, other people texting in. I've got a lot of good texts right here. Uh, how about when people say no sweats? That bothers you. <laughs> That's a funny one. That's a sweat. Uh, people lock their car repeatedly and keep that horn honking. It's locked. I like to hear it. I like to make sure it honks twice. Just to be sure. Just got to double make check. Make sure so. all four doors are uh, locked. Timmy may be coming for me on this one here. Uh, how about this one? When parents think their child care uh, can do no wrong, or when their child can do no wrong. Yes. Preach, sister. That's a tough one. Preach. I'm definitely not in that camp. Uh, Diana, people who chew with their mouth open. That's just gross. Yeah, that's, that's bad parenting right there. I tell my son all the time, because he's like, I'm like, dude, you, you got you to gotta shut it uh, off. Other here. people texting that in. Ben texts that one in. Uh, people f- snapping their gum loudly. 
<laughs> I, you just walk up and smack that. My wife always says I look like an a-hole when I chew gum. Because I'm always like, what's up, guy? What <laughs> <laughs> where your son gets it from. <laughs> Probably. Uh, Haley, 100% right. I, I, I co-sign on this one. Negative people. Those oh, yeah. people that can just be, they're, they're negative about everything. Yes. It's just, it is such a grind on your soul. I used to be that way till I met you, Wood. You, I, you pulled me out of the depths. I've turned you around. You have. How about Maddie? When you finally get comfortable in bed, ready to fall asleep, then you have the urge to pee and you have to get up. <laughs> That's bad. That's where you just shut it down. How about when you're like, you're kind of bargaining, like, all right, is, is do I have to go so bad that I can't make it through the night? Or is this just a little tingle that I can make it through the entire night? Now, I have never met another grown man with the smallest bladder as Kelly Jordan. <laughs> Like, when we drove to Grand Forks that time, I had to stop and pee seven times for Kelly. I'd get on the interstate. Hey, uh, when you want to, I can I can probably pee again. We just got started. Well, you pumped me full of Diet Coke and energy drinks. I had to pee. Oh, it is mind-blowing. I bet, I bet during the show in the morning, I bet you I run to the bathroom every 30 minutes at least. Oh, without a doubt. But uh, I'm pumping water in my gut. Uh, what about, Jamie, If people who say, if you will. I see. Uh, I don't know if I say that a lot. Though. I don't know if you do or not either. Uh, other people, when you talk to somebody about having a good day, and they say you as well. Well, why is that? <laughs> that Where's that negative people one? We just found. We just found one. Rare. You as well. <laughs> Look, I will take the show off the air right now. Emma texts in people who wear sunglasses indoors. <laughs> Only blind people and a holes wear sunglasses right. inside. <laughs> Uh, people who are dressed warmer than their kids in the winter. Oh, yeah. Come yeah. On, man. Well, unless you have teenagers who are afraid to put a jacket on. It's it's like teenagers think it's the most uncool thing to be warm. Mm. My daughter like, will carry her jacket but won't put it on. God forbid. Uh, people who, uh, how about this one, who don't know the difference between your, your, and two, and two, and two. The spellings. Uh, well, you know what? That's It does. Honestly, it, it jumps out to me like a gigantic red flag. It does to it. me, but I, don't be the, you know what annoys me? Grammar police. Yeah. Grammar no. police just annoy me. It's like, you're not smarter than me. Shut up. I don't know. There's times where you'll get a text message. Like, text messaging is fine, but if you get an email and everything is spelled yeah. wrong, or like on a fa- someone does a Facebook post and everything in that is spelled wrong... You instantly it, don't take it serious. Yeah, it you're does, like, I can't. I it can't makes me it. think less of that person, for sure. Well, and every phone and computer on Earth now is... Co- it has spell check. You're just ignoring the red lines at that point in time. <laughs> you got a lot uh, to do. Other people texting in, when a coworker says, are we having fun yet? Oh, Yeah. You know what I'm getting sick of? I think that's me, though. Uh-oh. I'm getting sick of people saying "live in the dream." It's literally just you don't I say that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying when you're like, "Hey, how's it going?" Live in the dream. Hey, okay, all right. That was funny. Like in '97, '98, '99. Let's switch it up. Mm, okay, well, I'll get back into this. Uh, Joe texted in, why do I feel like someday soon Wood's going to be on TV saying that Kelly seemed like such a normal guy? There were known signs he was on the edge. <laughs> Anybody who sees that knows I'm lying. There's tons of people who know him and he's on the edge. Uh, what about people, from Craig, what about people who drive with a pet on their lap leaning over them? That's distracted driving. Well, that seems, that seems dangerous for the pet, too. Give them a back window to hang yeah. their head out on. That seems really bad. <laughs> uh, I'm going to leave names out here. I got a co-worker who sings like they're auditioning for American Idol in her Ooh. office so everyone can hear. That's bad. Oh, so she's really good? <laughs> I would assume not. What about the coworker who says, hey, is it 5 o'clock yet? Yeah. Mm. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Yeah. 
So we got a ton of good texts coming in here. Holy moly. That was that was more emotional than I expected it to be. You got a little worked up here. <laughs> sorry about that. Hey, sorry if we didn't get to some of these texts, man. We got a lot of good ones here. Yeah, it's really good. Don't ask me how I'm doing today. I just might tell you. Well, geez, Cindy, you're one of those negative people. <laughs> yeah. People at the gym who sing out loud with their headphones on. Oh, man. That's not good that's either. Why I, that's why I never go to the gym. When someone says <laughs> blankless chaps, all chaps are blankless. Oh. Cheeks. Okay. They're hanging out the back. All right, we got someone sitting on hold wants to chime in. What do you got? People talking on speakerphone. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Kelly has Thank been vindicated! You. When did this start? I don't get it. I don't know. I wish people would go <laughs> back to the little corny-looking Bluetooth thing that they would always wear and get off your speakerphone. I don't want to hear your conversation. Nobody else does either. <laughs> yeah, you just got Kelly all riled up. I'm running hot! <laughs> Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. All right, I got high hopes for today's Maybe It's Just Me. So in Scotland, a group of students wanted to prove how absurd modern art is. I think this was after that. Remember that dude made that painting and then after someone bought it, it like shredded halfway up? That's Banksy. And it tripled in value or some crazy thing like that. Some of his art's actually pretty cool, though. And then they put like a banana peel inside of a frame. I think that was a different guy. But still. Yeah. There's been some stupid stuff. These are all examples of modern art. Okay. In Scotland, a group of students went to a modern art gallery and as an experiment left a pineapple sitting on a table. On a, on a table that they had purchased to put art on. Okay. They just left a pineapple sitting there. When they returned a couple days later, four days later, the pineapple was under a glass case. And not only had the museum put it underneath a glass case, someone offered to buy it for $100,000. Of course. <laughs> a pineapple that they just left sitting on the table. <clears throat> Was could they could have gotten a hundred thousand dollars for it? There was no artist name on it, and people thought like, "Oh my god, so this, what who are what artist is this?" People are making guesses on who the artist is, and it was just some Scotland college students trying to prove how ridiculous modern art is. I have a theory. Yes, all like new modern art. Yeah, it's all money laundering. Uh, like for rich people, yeah, like the NFTs and all this stuff. To me, it is flat out money laundering. I can see that. Okay, like I can go. I can go with you on that journey. They're all just passing around fake money here to clean it all. Then they can right. go spend it in the Bahamas or whatever. Like okay, so it'd be like you create this ugly piece of art, right? I give you five million dollars for it. So brave. You give me four point five million back. It's now laundered. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that, and you or get no, to keep five hundred grand. Where you then turn around and you sell this piece of art for six million dollars oh okay to someone else then they give you that money and it's all just because pe- there's what maybe a hundred people in the planet that can buy this crap yeah that would buy it well, even. it's like jeff bezos can buy it and then throw it in his mountain layer right okay right. cool there's it's not like a regular person deal so this is all like to not freak brian riley out it's all illuminati money laundering you can't say stuff. that you can't say that a lot no, it's been said mm-hmm Get ready. It's not good. They're coming for us. It's not good. Like Beyonce, when Beyonce shows us to me, be like, hey, next week, you got to buy that piece of crap from Doug, <laughs> you know, over there. Make sure you guys wire that it's money. It's all in the up and up. Yeah. I, look, man, I, I don't disagree with you on this one. Because there's no way some of the money thrown around on some of this garbage is real. And you well, know what's crazy is, like, some of this stuff, like, there's actual artists out there that make real good yeah, art. Right. Like, I have a cousin that's he's an artist. He hasn't really sold much, but he's he's sold he duct tapes everything. So he makes portraits out of duct tape. And it doesn't sound like good, 
but he uses the colors and it actually. I'll, yeah. I'll show you some stuff off the air. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. No, show us on the air. Yeah, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get you right on. <laughs> I think everyone would like to see that. But he's he's one of those guys who's like, I can't get anyone to buy this stuff. Although his stuff is really good. Then you have somebody put a pineapple on a table and it's $100,000. If my dad were still alive, I would be beating down your cousin's door to get one of those duct tape things. <laughs> my dad loved duct tape. And that's right. He's the king of duct tape. Dang oh, it. Portraits? Why couldn't I have met you six years ago, Brian <laughs> Riley? <laughs> Is you, Papa? Anyway, I found this interesting. I think it's hilarious that they got offered a hundred thousand dollars for a pineapple that they paid like three bucks for, hey. and they put it under a glass case. It fits so perfectly. It's sad. It does. And maybe you didn't find this one interesting. I actually really didn't. Would I think you even liked this one? I, a little bit. I did a little bit. Okay. And Brian Riley, I think you were on board. It was. I, I liked it. That's a threefer. But had you guys not liked it, I wouldn't care. I'd bring one in tomorrow, and I would hope you didn't like it. Because sometimes I love looking at the two of you and saying. <laughs> Better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Oh, yeah. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Yes. That's where 911 received a call that there was an explosion in a fire at a condo. So, as you can imagine, All hands on deck. Let's go. Well, when EMTs arrived, sure enough, they found one of the condos ablaze. But sitting outside was a gentleman on the ground with a towel over his head and also bleeding pretty good. They have mad. You got to think, hey, this guy must have been hurting this. What's going on? Well, when they started talking to him, the man looked up and said, I can't have it. Nobody can. Sure enough, well, it was the homeowner, Mark Herman, who apparently was in a long-standing battle with his HOA. In fact, at some point in time, Herman owed the HOA thousands of dollars in unpaid fines and fees, so much that they put a lien on his condo. He said, no, uh uh-uh, if I can't have it, nobody can. He made a bomb inside of his kitchen. Oh, God. It accidentally set off and set the apartment on fire. The bomb was so strong, it knocked his neighbor into their closet. Oh, man, that's scary. Now, you would think that's bad enough, right? Yeah, that's pretty bad. But when Herman went outside, he began screaming, waving a gun in the air, and accidentally shot himself in the leg. This guy needs to stop, man. He's not good at making bombs or waving guns. As you can imagine... He apologized for shooting himself in the leg and said, but that house, the HOA can have it now. Every single bit of this, by the way, is against the law. (laughs) He was quickly arrested, taken to the hospital to treat the gunshot wound, and then taken to jail. HOAs are crazy, man. I had one, and I owed them thousands of dollars because I put up a playscape without their permission. Real nice. And they put a lien on my house. Really? Yeah. And Did I you burn ha- it to the ground to get back? No, at him? Oh. no, I didn't. Pu- I sh- if I would have heard this story, I would have considered it. But mm-hmm. no, I was just like, oh, that's crazy that they have all that power. How'd you get out of it? I had to make payments to them. Jeez, most expensive free playscape I ever got in my life. Run it by him first, man. I, I didn't know. I thought it was my house. I thought I owned it. It wasn't. It's not like I put it out in the front yard. It was in the backyard. But because they could just barely see the top of it. Fine. Some of them are good. Some of them are just like power hungry. I wish I had one Gestapos. now. I wish I had one now, to be honest with you. See? With my super trashy neighbors, I wish I had one. It's the good and the bad of it. But moving on, Wood, let's give this one a score, shall we? Please. Building a bomb. 
Seems trashy. <laughs> That's trashy. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anybody non. I'm gonna give that 225 points. As a matter of fact, because that that might be the first we've ever heard of such a thing. Uh waving a gun around. Now, who is he waving a gun at? Just in the air? Just in general, I think. I'm gonna get that another 200 points. You know, when a bomb accidentally goes off in your house, you gotta let everybody know you still got a handle on the situation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, burning down your house because you don't want the HOA to get it. Seems that, trashy. That's trashy, man. I've been broke before, but that's crazy. Uh, 200 points for that mm-hmm. uh, activity. He was arrested, I'm assuming. Yes. Uh, that's 75 points right there. What am I missing? Uh, Shot he, himself. Yes. That's 150 points. You're also not going to like this. Give him some points for owing so much money to your HOA hey, that they put oh, a lien on your house. Hey, <laughs> that happens from time to time. The mirror hurts. Th- that happens. Okay. You get behind on a few payments, you end up owing some money. Uh-huh. Uh, you put up a place gate without their permission, you end up owing a few bucks. Ah, come on. All right. Anyway, we have a score. Are you ready for this one, Wood? Come on. Today, our bomb-building, gun-waving, HOA-owing gentleman earns himself a respectable 875 points. Trashy. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track, our first break from 5.40 in the morning. This morning we talked about cowboy hats because I've been seeing a lot more thanks to Yellowstone. And talked about the worst meal that has ever crossed these lips. But uh, I may have gotten a recipe out of it. Yeah, it's, thank you Nico who texted yeah. it. Uh, you'll hear it all right now. It's our bonus track, our first break from 5.40 in the morning. Kelly and Wood. All right. You feel me? I see huh. what you did there. That's better than yesterday. Yeah. So that's good. Right. It only takes me until Thursday. They get start it getting a groove. Then we, then we shut her down on Friday. God love you. Huh. There we go, Wood. We're ready to go, man. I noticed something yesterday as I was out and about in my travels. Please. I, and I wanted to tell you about this because you tried to watch Yellowstone and you couldn't do it. I made like three seasons in, maybe, and my wife told me to stop watching it with her. Because you were ruining it. Yes. You're ruining the experience. Ah, it's pointing out the absurdity of it all. Well, from what I hear, it's kind of weird that these people seem to kill a lot of folks and there's absolutely no repercussions whatsoever. Because supposedly, now I think this is like a real area. I think you actually did this as a maybe it's just me once. Oh, maybe I did. Like there was an area where it's like you're, oh, like murder is legal or something like because that. Because they can't, don't have enough people in the area to get like a jury together and right. whatever. I see. I love to see that my maybe it's just me made an impact on you. Ah, but I, I live in an area now out where, where you live. I can understand that people were wearing cowboy hats and cowboy boots and because you drive three minutes from your house, you're in farmland. Okay. You drive three minutes from my house. You're still in the suburbs. Of of Minneapolis, essentially. All right. I'm getting somewhere with this. Just give me a you second. Say. I'm getting somewhere. I've noticed a lot more Western wear around where I live. All right. And I was like, this is weird. Now, I noticed this when Stranger Things was super popular. I was like, oh, people are really starting to dress 80s because these shows kind of influence fashion. And I, so I looked it up, and there is a new fashion trend called Western core. Have you heard of this? Hi, I'm Matt Wood. <laughs> no, I well, you, you might be on the cutting edge of fashion. <laughs> uh, no, but it's called Western Core, and it is inspired by by Yellowstone, and people are dressing Westernly. Because I was just like, this is weird. I was like, I've never noticed so many people in just Western looking garb, whether it's a pearl snap shirt or yes, the cowboy hat, which, which is a bold, you know, that's a bold choice mm-hmm. in Andover. But either way. I was just like, this is weird that it's called Western Core, and it is. It it's weird that I noticed it, and then the internet confirmed my beliefs. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if that's ever happened. I mean, I guess 
I guess television has always kind of influenced our fashions. Right. When 90210 was popular, I was dressing like them cats, you know. Whenever it's a... <laughs> All right. What? When when Saved by the Bell was on, you know, I was wearing my Z Cavaricis. Well, why wouldn't you? <laughs> my AC Slater pants. I will say that when I see somebody wearing a cowboy hat that I obviously know is not a cowboy. Yes. It irritates me. Well, here's here's the weird part about it. when I lived in Texas, it it wasn't weird to me because I was like, this is Texas. Of course, they're wearing a cowboy hat. They're All not right. a cowboy. It just made sense, right? It, it was cowboying a big profession. No, but probably because of stereotypes about the South. All right. When I see it here, I'm always like, if it's on like a farmer or something like that, then it makes sense because mm-hmm. it just it just does. It makes sense. You're a cowboy, as far as I'm concerned. But on just, right, but just on some, you know, some guy who's now, hey, look, let your freak flag fly and wear what you like when you like. It doesn't bother me at all. I wasn't bothered by people wearing Western wear. It bothers me. <laughs> I would be 100% if, honest with if you. If someone had like a lasso hanging from their belt or something, then I'd be like, oh, boy. The, mall, <laughs> yeah. the whip. Like, you don't know how to use that. Uh, I just, it, to me, I find it not offensive. I'll say that's, that's, that's too much. But it's just, it's weird to me, like, we're Somebody's just wearing a cowboy hat. Like, I like if you're an actual cowboy. What if you're going to a country music concert? Then, then wear it. Okay. I mean, that, that, that's part of the shtick. That's fine with me. I mean, we'll see a ton of them when we go to Winstock or We right. Fest. I don't care about that. I, I love a girl in a good cowboy hat. I'm just saying, if you are at Costco and you're wearing a cowboy hat, and I and well, you're, if you're not. A, what if you're a farmer though? I've, I've, I I put farmers and cowboys together for some reason because they do a lot of cowboy stuff, right? Especially if they got cattle. Well, you're working the land. The hat has a right. a actual reason of keeping the sun off your face and whatnot. I'm I'm okay there. Now, I when I I bought a cowboy hat when I lived in Texas. I can't even say it without laughing. Sweet, and it was like ninety bucks. Like it was an expensive hat, but I will say this: in the rain, there was no better hat to have than that cowboy hat. It was awesome. My dad has one, and I have no idea why. And when like, he was packing up his house to move to consolidate their homes, yeah, he turned to me and goes, hey, you want my cowboy hat? I would have been like, hell yeah. No. <laughs> it's also a good boating hat because it keeps... Dude, you wear some ugly hats. Let me tell you that. You're How bo- dare you, sir? Your boating summer hat is one of the ugliest hats I've ever seen in my life. My awesome bucket hats? The one that like goes out past your shoulders? Yeah. It, it's You look like a doofus when you wear You're that. You're talking hat. about my straw, uh, like Tommy Bahama hat. Yeah. That's you look, awesome. You look like a doofus. See, dude, you don't understand. As a bald man... You got to protect the top of that dome. Look, it ain't like I got a whole lot of sun protection up top. Right. But I'm not wearing that thing. You're right. And now, now I'm a little mad at you because that hat is fantastic. <laughs> that thing's uglier than a cowboy hat. Uh, Zach texted in, hey, I don't want to offend anyone, but cowboy boots are just high heels for men. <laughs> and that's coming from somebody that lives in Pillager. <laughs> hey, Pillager. Uh, Brian. My old stomping grounds. I live in the country. I have two cows and I'm a boy. I wear my cowboy hat all the time. Do I qualify? Yes, yes you, you own do. livestock. Bri- Brian, yes, you are a cowboy as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Jeremy, I purposely wear my cowboy hat out in public to embarrass <laughs> Yeehaw. Uh, good morning from Mary. She says, cowboy hats are serious things. You can have them specifically made. My daughter had one made out in Montana, and it was 700 bucks. Yeah, because they, like, steam them and shape them. Like, they're, yeah, there's but, some really expensive ones. You can buy a $2,000 cowboy hat. But again, Mary, and please text me back and let me... I'm guessing she didn't buy a $700 specifically made hat 
to where to win stock. Right. That's a that's and a we fest or to Costco. Get throw up all over it. She wore it because she obviously cares about it and she uses it and keeps herself, you know, dry or whatever. Look at Jesse Feld says, Good morning, guys. Cowboy hats are sexy. No, hold on. Depends on what's underneath. That's true. You're not throwing a cowboy hat on Jake Judd and now why are you bringing Jake Judd around? Into this? Yeah, Come on, or me? Or, okay, no, there I, you go. Throw one on me and walk around. All of a sudden, with oh, he's dreamy. It's like no. What? Who's the urban cowboy? Sievert totally nailed what your hat looks like. Says sounds like what is uh, that the Am- a hat that the Amish would wear? No. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. Mine is. Imagine you're at the beach and no. you see some dude who's ripped up. Oh yeah, shredding waves. But you really you're putting a lot of stock into a hat. You're asking a lot of some straw. That's what it looks like. Uh, but I so. Look, at the end of the day, where, like you said, wear whatever you yeah, want to wear. let your freak flag fly. At the end of the day, I don't care. But if I see a guy wearing a cowboy hat, <laughs> you, you damn wear better be a cowboy. Otherwise, eh. Hey, Zach, you did offend somebody with your high heels comment. <laughs> Chrissy, Gar- Chrissy says, Zach is a douchebag. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Patrick Dixon, I have 300 cows. Dang. No cowboy hat. That's well, an I, interesting story right there. Patrick, Three, I think you need to get one. How do you keep track of 300 cows? In the, 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 the little things on their ears. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I my uh, my ex-cousin's brother. Wow. That's a connection. Uh, in Princeton, Minnesota, had a dairy farm for a little while. I and, had some family who owned dairy farm. And they would take, my, my cousin would take me to the dairy farm. I loved it. It was some of my favorite trips, like bailing straw and that stuff was awesome. And trying to get the cows in the barn to be milked was one of the coolest things I ever got to experience. Hmm. But I don't I don't know how I, 300 there wasn't 300 cows there I don't think. Yeah. But that was one of the coolest things ever. I wonder if they still live in Princeton. They they maybe are listening right now. I don't remember their last name though. Nice. <laughs> I remember they had a kid named Thor, and I always thought that was super cool. One of their kids was named Thor. All right. And I always thought, maybe he still lives in Princeton. I don't know. Did you have any kid out there doing a hammer dance trying to get cows in? <laughs> Come on, guys. You can't touch this. Because he's back. Because <laughs> to me, I, I look, like I said, wear whatever you want. But to me, wearing a cowboy, almost, how about this? I think it's, like, you have to earn that hat. There you go. Like to me, like you have to earn it. Like working the land, or whether it's owning, owning three, livestock, right? Owning three hundred cows or going to a Kenny Chesney concert. You you earn. bought a ticket to that Kenny Chesney concert. You earn that hat. But, it, but the concert hat—that's just concert wear. Like any everybody who goes to like a Jimmy Buffett concert, right? The best outfit though for a female to go to a country music concert. My absolute favorite. Here we go. Is the jean skirt, some sort of tied up T-shirt. And a cowboy hat and cowboy boots. Okay, so what every single white girl wears yes. to every single concert. I love my people. There you go. And that is one of just, either that or a sundress with a cowboy hat and cowboy boots. <sighs> Forget about it. Or jean shorts. Jean shorts as well. Like, I'm and, wearing my Morgan Wallen shirt. That Morgan Wallen concert, I swear to God, every yeah. female in there was dressed exactly like that. Yeah. Every single one. That really makes me look forward to summertime. Uh, Jesse texted in, hey. Jake Judd, my favorite KSI news guy, would look very nice in a cowboy hat. <laughs> See, Jesse, thank you for standing right. up for Jake Judd. Uh, I picture Wood as a curious George man, man in the yellow hat. <laughs> now, all right. Well, Wood, you texted me and said, "Dude, you got to hear about this sauce my wife made." You said you had one of the worst meals of your life last night, and I was like, "Save it for the air." So, my family, probably just like every other family out there, we eat a lot of the same things. I would hope so. And you're getting stuck in a rut. 
And there's mm-hmm. nothing better than trying different things, right? right? Like, hey, come on, let's try something different. Let's eat something different. Shake it up a little bit. Explore our... Palette? Our cultures, if you will. And, you know, honestly, social media is really good at this. There's a lot of different recipes out there that you can see, and it's like, oh my God, that looks really good. Right. It's cool. I actually saw something to make gyros at home. Ah, yes. Chicken gyros. From your Greek heritage. From the Greek Isles. Yes. Right? So I told my wife, this looks really good. So we had it set up to go last night. And like there was a did you ha- were you shaving the lamb's leg? Well, no, it's because it wasn't lamb; it was chicken. Oh, but like you stacked like the chicken on top of each other okay. with like skewers to go through. Fun. After putting it in a like this like almost like a thick sauce, and then you cook it on it. And it, okay, cool. We also needed the and I, honestly, my wife and I had a five minute discussion on how you say it. I believe it's zitzi sauce. Oh yeah, it's kind of like a cucumbery, creamy kind of sauce. And when I get it anywhere. It's fantastic. Yes, I love that sauce. It's funny, me and my wife were just, when we were at the Mall of America, I had a gyro, and I had that sauce. I was like, that is the most delicious sauce ever. It kicks it up a notch. Yeah, I'd like to make that at home. You can't. <laughs> Unless you're Greek. Because that was part of our recipe last night. Right. So, Andrew gets the chicken in, boom, gets it going. All right, then she starts putting this sauce together. And, man, she's like a... She's like a mad scientist over there. Looks like you're working at Benny Hanna's. And she's, honestly, I'll give her credit. She is following the recipe to a T. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's measuring it out, pop, 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 mixing it all together, Greek yogurt. Yeah. And, I, you know, I say to her, babe, I'm pretty sure they sell the tzatziki sauce <laughs> at the store in a jar. No, I looked. They didn't find it, so I'm just going to make it. Well, plus, what's better than homemade? You would think. Yeah. She whips this all together. Dill's going in. She slides over. She goes, try it out. I was actually pretty excited. Yeah. Because, again, I love this sauce. I have no idea. This sauce was the single worst thing I've ever tasted in my entire life. <laughs> Wait, where did it go wrong? I, I, I don't know. It is the first sauce I've ever had that I put in my mouth. And my mouth got drier. <laughs> was it too salty? It was like a magical potion. Like, you ever see, like, those things where, like, the person drinks and they can't quench a thirst? That's what it was. My mouth was drying out from the inside. It was as if I, as if I tasted concrete dust. What are the, what were the ingredients? Hell if I know. And I turned to her, I said, babe, this is terrible. (laughs) I know, it kind of tastes funky. I I know. It's, (laughs) this is the most god-awful thing I've ever tried in my entire life. At least you were nice about it. I blame the Greek yogurt. I said, you know what? I don't trust Greek yogurt. I don't know what it is. It's tangy. I don't like Greek yogurt. I was like, why don't we try it with sour cream? Same thing. Pop it, pop, 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 pop. Here we go. Get ready, Wood. Going to be delicious. This sauce somehow was hot. (laughs) And I, it was an explosion of flavor that I couldn't even describe to you. Like, I could sit here for a year, and it was just so bad. (laughs) I, I, I told her, I said, sweetheart, I know you worked hard on this. Yeah. This is terrible. <laughs> Everything you have made has been awful here. And you, know, you know, and my wife's a good cook. Did she run into the bathroom, slam the door, and cry? No, she started oh. yelling at me. She's like, "This is your recipe," because I, I was the one who found it on social media. Oh yeah, I said okay. this actually looks like it's pretty good. It was terrible. Well, where did it, did you did you super? And not that your wife needs supervision, but did you supervise the process of making this sauce to make sure that she wasn't? I'm just gonna kick it up a notch with this and punch it up with that. No, I give her. Leeway, right? but I do keep an eye on her ever since she put cinnamon in lasagna once. Oh, yeah, that was a bold choice. I, apparently, it was like Rachel Ray told her to do it, and it was awful. But anyways, 
So we pull this chicken out of the the oven. This chicken looked disgusting. It was terrible. It was gray. <laughs> it is because like the sauce that we put on it and everything. Yeah. And God love her. She turned to me. She goes, "This looks awful. I can't serve this to the children." I was like, "Yeah, you serving it to me <laughs> to help them kids." You know, and I, and it was one of those nights where I was really looking forward to having a dinner because we we had the red onion cut up, we had the tomato. Oh cut up. man, that's just the best. We had it all ready to go. We got all the fixings ready to go, and the rest of it was white. It was dog water, and I even told her, "I, I we can't we can't make this. We no. cannot make this." So what did Dad do? Pizza. No. Oh. I, I grabbed some ramen noodles. <laughs> I grabbed some, uh, like, kielbasa. I'm like, hey, Dad will take care of it. Yeah. And I, I at least got something in front of the kids. But I I, I I may, I could live another 100 years. There's a solid shot. I will never taste anything as bad as that sauce. Look at Nico texted in. He said, when you make euros with chicken, it's called so- Sovieki. Okay. He said, I am Greek. I make this from time to time with chicken or lamb. The tzatziki sauce. Ooh, he nailed it. All right. Is best after it sits for one to two days. Now we're talking. Maybe that's so you the got, key. you had to make that on Monday to eat it yesterday. I can send a recipe. My mom was born and raised in Greece. Oh, that's cool. Well, then, hell yeah. Send that over. Nico I, said, trust me, boys. I'm serious. I love that sauce. So it is I. phenomenal. I would put that on almost anything. I'd dip it in like French fries and stuff. Yeah. It is awesome. And that's why I was bummed out when I tasted that and it came out like a foot. <laughs> I said, hey, we can't, we can't do this. I don't know if I'm willing enough. I'm willing to give it another shot oh, since boy. I've been burned so badly right. by this. It's tough to go back to that relationship, but I but I want to make something new around the house. You know what I'm saying? I, I do. I, okay, I don't want to do hot sauce talk, but I made a sauce for that beef tenderloin I made over the holidays. Hot sauce, horseradish, uh, cream cheese, and sour cream, and put that all together, dude. That was so you just made creamy horseradish. Fine, yeah. But I made it myself. Don't downplay what I did. I'm not. How dare you, sir? After your story, you're going to downplay my sauce? I didn't make that. I made phenomenal stuff. Oh, so you just made creamy horseradish. Yeah. Creamy. Describe creamy horseradish. (laughs) Fine. You know what, though? It was delicious. I put it on brisket. put it on beef tenderloin. My sauce was delicious. Your sauce was nasty. Now. That's my wife. Watch yourself. Fine. Your wife's sauce is nasty. How do you like that? You're the nasty sauce family as far as I'm concerned. Sir, <laughs> phrasing. Uh, yeah. but, you know, hey, well. you know what? If you don't experiment, you'll you'll be eating the same mac and cheese yeah. stuff every single night. My daughter had her first turkey burger ever last night. Oh, why'd you do that to her? What? I like turkey burgers. I, honest to God, I look. I've never had a single turkey burger that's good. They're all dry. No, see, you're doing it wrong. You take a little bit of spinaca, spinach. You take some blue cheese. You mix that in with the turkey meat. And then you, it, not only is it healthy, it's absolutely delicious. No. Yeah, it is. It's not a, all right, fine. It, it's a turkey burger. Okay. You've never had a Juicy Lucy? There's cheese inside of that? I don't know why you're irritating me so much right now. <laughs> I, think, I think the way you totally just took away my accomplishment of that delicious sauce that I made for the holidays. Hey, I combined buffalo sauce and ranch. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm on to something huge You know what here. I do like to do? You know little Smokies? I like to do a little buffalo sauce in my little Smokies. Oh. The little sausages? You know what? My wife, and feel free to share this one. She I don't did, know. She did the little Smokies with uh, 
Barbecue sauce. Everyone does that. Oh, yeah. She put in a ton of grape jelly. Okay. And I said, that is the weirdest thing ever. It's awesome. I don't know what it does, but it worked. Here's the best thing to do with little Smokies. My wife does this. It's pretty labor intensive, though. She wraps them in bacon, puts a toothpick on them, sprinkles them with brown sugar, and then bakes them in the oven. That is maybe one of the best things ever. Sounds delicious. Sounds like a lot of work, It's though. a ton of... Because imagine rolling up right. every little little smoky and bacon. But my wife don't mind, man. She don't mind putting in the extra effort for her king. Mijo. Hi. <laughs> yes. ¿Dónde está la salsa? Well, yes, Nico. Hook me up, dude. I would love to have that. Wood, sounds like you can't be satisfied. No, I can be. <laughs> I just don't want a thing that just dries my mouth out from the inside. <laughs> I thought it was a spell. You know what I mean? <laughs> like Stephen King's Thinner. <laughs> I think it was going to kill me from the inside. Like, I uh, ate one of those silica packets that they tell you not to eat. <laughs> uh, are you ready to do history, my friend? Come on. Let's go. It was on this day, back in 1875. Is that a plane? No, the dental drill was in. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh. The dental drill was invented. I don't know what they were using before that. Oh, God, that sound. They probably just let it fall out. Uh, that sound is, ju- yeah, that sound is just absolutely horrible. Mm. I don't know of a worse one in this whole entire world than the dental drill. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, on this day in 1998. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Bill Clinton denies having an affair with Monica Lewinsky with that uh, thing you just heard right there. So, you know, and, you know, and if you're a young person, you think, oh, the politicians have just started getting shady. It's been going on forever. Yeah. Long before we got here. They all just straight lie to us at all times. And then kind of a sad note, I hate to do this one to you, but in 2020. I, I wanted eight championships as a dreamy kid. Growing up in Italy, I wanted eight because Magic had five and then uh, Michael had six. And I said, okay, I'm going to win eight. And had an opportunity to have seven and didn't work out. We lost Kobe Bryant on this day in 2020. Jeez. And there's all kinds of controversy surrounding his death. One was when the pictures were leaked. Of the crash site. By the first responders. Which was just super like, boy, you would think that they would have a little more couth. Well, and I, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I think his wife, Vanessa, found out that he was dead from like social media because of that. Oh, God. I I may be wrong on that. That would just be absolutely terrible. Yeah. And and then there was like, there was a whole thing about like, you know, the pilot should have known not to take off in that kind of weather. Because there's like a thing where you can't tell which way is up. It's like so foggy you get disoriented. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that's how foggy it was. The pilot should have known better. And yeah, there was all kinds of just kind of shady goings on with that whole thing. It's just terrible all around. You know, it is. with his daughters. I know, stuff. man. Oh, gosh. So yeah. sad. Um, on uh, Well, that's pretty much it for history. Celebrating birthdays today. They called it the trade of the century. Wayne Gretzky, it's his birthday today. Yeah, man. You want to talk about a guy who rewrote the record books in hockey. Still still the greatest of all time? I'm, yeah. I mean, he, there's other people who like Gordie Howe because he, the old Gordie Howe hat trick, a goal and assist and a fight. Okay. You know, he did a lot more. <laughs> okay. But Wayne Gretzky was just such a... So it was a big deal when he went to L.A.? Well, yeah. I mean, it was a huge deal. And, of course, he kind of also went to L.A. to kind of become a bigger star and everything, which worked right. out for Who him. Who was he playing with before L.A.? Well, he jumped around. So he was, like, in Edmonton. And then I think he also went to the Rangers afterwards. And okay. I apologize. I'm not a huge hockey guy. Right. But, uh, no, it was definitely a big deal. So, Do you know how old old Wayne Gretzky is? Was he six, 60? 
60 even? Ah. 62. Ah. And uh, also... The so, blues, he was in there as well. Yeah. Also celebrating a birthday today. If I've done anything in the past 19 years, I hope I've inspired you to be yourself. Your true, authentic self. Ellen DeGeneres. It's her birthday today. Some of you fell off. Man, she really... I mean, it was when all the rumors started coming out. Not rumors. When people were like, yeah, she's a really terrible person. I mean, go back 10 years, she was like the, you think like the friendly, you right. know, oh, it's Ellen, she's up there dancing, it's a good time. Yeah. And then in the back, she's pistol whipping people because their water's not room temp. I will give Howard Stern credit. He said, whenever anyone's acting like that, whenever, everyone's try, whenever anyone is trying so hard to be so fun, they're probably a terrible person. Maybe. I, I like to think better of people, but yeah. I do too, but he, boy, he hit the nail on the head with that one because she just turned out to be just mean and nasty. And there's like, there, there's reports coming out about like people who she took under her wing to kind of help build their career and then like ended up taking all their money and it just, it's, it's Oof. nasty. The rumors about her are nasty. She's up there though. She's 65. Ah, right. You must be a huge fan, Wood. Yeah, yeah. You hit the nail right of on the head. Of course I am. What is she going to do to me if I'm not? <laughs> you hit the nail right on the head with that one. That's pretty much it for birthdays today. Mm. Nothing else really of uh, of note. Of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you... Uh, what's up? I, I'm, wasn't it Eddie Van Halen's birthday? Well, yeah, but he's passed away. I don't Show know. some respect, man. Do you know how old Eddie Van Halen would have been? I, he would have been maybe 70. Uh, you're close. Eddie Van Halen would have been the ripe old age of 68 today. One of, if not the greatest guitarist to ever play. Yeah. They said that he would do things in the studio that were impossible to do live, and then he would learn to do it live. Yeah. Like, he would just, he would be like, all right, he'd just go over and over and over again to do these things that no one else could do. And, like, his just ability to play is just unreal. Yeah, that's just, a shame. If you watch his fingers, you're just like, how is that even on a human being? That's so cool. It's it's so cool. Whenever anybody can play an instrument, I'm amazed by it. Whether it's the piano, the violin, guitar, I just think it's neat. But to be a guitarist, like, in the 80s. Oh, yeah. That may have, honest to God, been, like, the peak of just wildlife. You, you know said, what I mean? You said it, brother. The things he must have saw. <laughs> I can only imagine, sir.